Hello, my name is Emily Jansen, and this is the Leadership is Female podcast. We interview women in the sports and entertainment businesses to teach you the tips and the mindset that will get you to the top faster. Marion Wright Edelman said, you can't be what you can't see. Let's bring visibility to women who are crushing it in their roles. Join us week after week, season after season, as we reach back to extend a hand to pull you forward. We will lead you forward because leadership is female. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Leadership is Female. Today, we are going to talk about sales. It's been a minute since I have been in the trenches of sales and I am currently in it. So I wanted to share some tips and some ideas that I've revisited from the past and also things that I've learned and things that really work when you are trying to sell, move a product, move an idea, move a ticket, move a sponsorship, move a product that you are truly passionate about or believe in that you might have created, whatever it is, you know, sales has a lot of common denominators. And I wanted to revisit those today on the podcast, because if we are moving a business, we're moving a business with money and money is sales. Marketing is sales. And so I wanted to jump in and talk about it. And what instigated this podcast was you might have seen on my social media or on LinkedIn, or even gotten an email from me directly. But this past week, my book went on presale. My book went on presale. It's crazy to even say that because I've spent the last six months making a a messy, rough draft and submitting that to my editors and now going through this big round of edits in order to make the book, Let's Go, A Guide to Increasing Your Confidence, available for everyone next spring. And one of the major pieces of the process in writing a book is actually selling a book. So they say that today books are no longer bought, they are sold. They're sold by you knowing the author or knowing the idea and wanting to learn more. It's rare that authors are at the top of the food chain. I think we can all name a couple of them, but there are hundreds of thousands of authors out there. And in order to get their book off of the shelves or even get into print, you need to to pre-sell. I saw the statistic the other day that only 20% of traditionally published authors earn out their advances. And that was a little bit staggering uh, because I think a lot of times you find some comfort in getting an advance that your book or your idea is something that people are going to gravitate towards and buy, which is true, but it doesn't happen without sales. And I would say that that is applicable for anything that we are selling. If it's tickets, if it's sponsorship, whatever it might be, your product could be the best product in the world. But if you aren't out there marketing it, if you aren't out there selling it, people are not going to know that they need to buy it. So I think it's worth revisiting the conversation of sales. So many of the women we've interviewed on this podcast have made a name for themselves in business because they were able to move money. And we're going to dig in. We're going to dig in. But one more thing I want to tell you about pre-sale for the book, Let's Go your guide to increasing your confidence is open from now through the end of August, 2023. If you pre-buy a copy, you'll be a part of my 
book journey, my book club. You'll get to vote on the cover. I'll be releasing some early chapters with the introduction so that you can take a look at that before anybody else. And I think most importantly, your name will be in the book and the acknowledgements. And this part means so much to me because the acknowledgements are a representation of the support that I have received along this journey. So if you have not yet purchased a pre-sale copy, please visit my Instagram. The link in bio has the link available for the pre-sale. Shoot me an email, uh, reach out to me on LinkedIn, reach out to me on Instagram. I am available and I will be so happy to send you the link and I will be so grateful for your support. Also, if you are wanting to extend a hand out further to lead her forward and to to help me out, if you would share the link uh, with your friends or with your network, I would be so grateful and truly an act of women supporting women and leading the next generation forward because I believe this book, I believe this book and in this book so much. If we can increase our confidence, the impact that we can collectively have on the world when we don't have things standing in our way, like self-doubt and worry are just going to have an astronomical impact. And I'm so happy to bring this book to life. This is going to be amazing. And I would love it if you would join the journey with me. So please check out the pre-sale. Thank you for all your support. And now I'm going to give you a lesson today. I'm going to pay it back and give you some great reminders on sales and hopefully help you to level up in your job this month and through the end of this year, because we are halfway through 2023 and it's time to kick it into high gear to meet all of our goals. So here we go. Starting point. When we think about sales, the first step is the psychology. That's where it starts. You have to know your why. What are you selling and why are you selling it? Why do you believe in this product? Why is this product going to make a difference for somebody? Why is this ticket going to make a difference for somebody? One of the things that I did in my start of the career was I worked for the Chicago Bulls and I sold tickets. I sold season tickets and group tickets. And it's a pretty transactional business to start and you get to grow relationships with these season ticket holders over time. But first you have to believe in it. You have to believe in what you're doing because it's a volume play. 80 calls a day, five days a week. It was a grind. Like that's the only thing that you're doing is dialing for dollars. You are making phone calls and sending the occasional email and you're hoping to land some meetings so you can get up off your desk to where people around your facility and show them what they should be buying. But you're selling more than the ticket. And as cliche as this sounds, you're selling the dream. You're selling the dream. You're selling the dream of the memories that they're going to make in those seats. You're te- you're selling the dream of the clients they're going to entertain and the deals they're going to close. The ticket has much more value than what is on the face. And that's what you've got to sell to your prospect. And this is applicable no matter what it is you're selling. If you're selling a tech solution, What is the feeling? What is the why? What is making it easier for your client if they purchase this solution? You have to think through the why in order to empower yourself to go after it day after day because sales is a grind, but it's also incredibly rewarding to build a business, to earn commission, to earn a name for yourself because you can help a company 
to grow, whether it's yours or somebody else's companies are built on, on money. And in order to earn that money, we've got to sell. So step one is know your why personally and the why for that product or that pitch. And also to believe in yourself, believe that you are the one who can do it. Why not you? Why not you? Why can't you be the one to close the deal? Everything you have, everything you need is already within yourself. If you know your why, if you've done your research and you know the product inside and out, why not you? Why can't you be the one to close that deal and move your name up the balance sheet? So before you make your first phone call, send your first email, post your first post on LinkedIn, know your why and know that you are the one to do it. So get your mind wrapped around that psychology and find a way to remind yourself day after day, whether it's an inspirational quote on your desk, if it's your bulleted whys on a post-it note next to your computer, know your why and remind yourself day after day so you don't exit the grind because your future self is is uh, going to thank the person who's doing the work today so they can re- reap the rewards tomorrow. So now that we know the why, we got to get into the process. And there's a lot of different ways to think about the sales process. You could just smile and dial, uh, but I think we've got to have a little bit more psychology behind that. In 2021, HubSpot put out a hierarchy pyramid of outreach. And at the bottom of the pyramid is your website. So either whatever the website is for the product that you're trying to sell, that is the bottom layer. That is where people can go and learn about the product or even make a transaction if you're collecting, um, if you got a portal to collect money online. The next step above that is a social media post. Right above that is an email. And this is an email to an email list. So you've worked hard to cultivate and grow a list of engaged email users when you send out a mass email to those targeted lists. That comes just above your social media post. Above that is direct message and text. We're talking more one-to-one in this category. I would also add one-to-one email. I've seen online, some people say email is dead and I could not disagree more. Uh, Email is alive and well. We are all carrying around devices in our pockets with our email still connected and looking at it every single day. And we can't underestimate the importance of one, building a great email list with identifiable segments to help you understand who you're reaching out to and when, and then tracking that engagement But then furthermore, the one-to-one email, it is much different to get your mass email from a a company versus a one-to-one from a representative of the company. It just, it hits different and you're more likely to take action on that 1v1, which is why it is right above the, the mass email alongside text and DM. Text is amazing. As we know, there's all sorts of wonderful statistics about those open and engagement rates. Um, I would advise if you're working for an organization and, and have the budget or you haven't jumped on board yet, text messaging platforms are the way to go. 
Um, I hope you have it already. If you don't look into it and get on board. And then the next is DM. How many amazing stories have we heard about cold outreach on DM? Great way to get in touch with people. And the interesting thing about direct message, specifically on like Instagram or LinkedIn, even Facebook, is that the more time a user is spending on the platform, the nicer the platform is to the user. So even people like these major influencers are checking and responding to DMs because it does not look good to the platform when you have thousands of unopened or unresponded to DMs. They start to move you down in your importance and value in the algorithm because they want people online engaging one-to-one. So think about that layer really closely, DM, text, and one-to-one email, and how can you reboot and re-engage at those one-to-one levels. Email lists are fantastic. Even BCCing email lists from your personal email is a good strategy. If you feel like you're not getting the responses that you want, you're going to have to go back to the one-to-one. If you think, oh, shoot, Emily, I just BCC'd this entire list of contacts through my personal email to send them an offer, and I blew my shot. You didn't go into your sent messages, hit reply, pump in a email of one of those contacts and say, hey, first name, I had you on this list, but I wanted to make sure that I touched base with you personally. I really think this offer is something you'd be interested in. If you want to learn more, give me a ring at this number, or I'll be happy to send you over the registration link, whatever it might be. It's never too late. Go into those sent messages, hit reply, add an individual contact and do that outreach. It is worth it. It's tedious. I know it is so tedious, but focus your attention for the one-to-one contacts. And then of course, at the tippy top of this pyramid is phone calls, phone calls. I know it's like our arch nemesis. Even me, I think back to my 80 calls a day as a ticket sales intern and wonder like, oh man, how did I smile and dial every day? I even had a mirror in my cubicle so that I could make sure that my face was turned up in a smile when I was talking to people. So by the end of the day, I didn't get that fatigue and not really make an impact in the phone call. I had my scripts taped up to the carpeted walls of that cube. I mean, I had all my tools there so that I could do the job day after day. Was it tedious? Yes, it was. However, my future self thanks me because that foundation of learning and understanding ticket sales, understanding sales and the effort that it takes has been the foundation of my entire career. And in these last couple of weeks, revisiting those tactics and those tools of the one-to-one outreach has been fun, I will say, because at this point in my career, a lot of my one-to-one outreach is to friends or business contacts who I haven't spoken to in a while. And it's been really exciting to re-engage with them, tell them about my book, and then also very curiously ask for updates on their end and and get excited to cheer them on in their success. So go back to that one-to-one and then, you know, think about the top of the pyramid, those phone calls. If you had to pick up the phone right now, who would it be? Who would you call? Uh, Cold call your friends, cold call your family, um, or use a handy link like Calendly to schedule calls with people in your network. But you can't underestimate the one-to-one and 
your ability to articulate your why for that product or service that you are selling can't be beat. They can hear the passion and they can hear the why in your voice. So that's why the phone calls still remain at the tippy top of the pyramid. So we talked about that, that hierarchy of outreach, thanks to HubSpot's little pyramid, which was super handy. Uh, But once you do the outreach, there are a couple additional steps that I find very handy. And these are sort of little, little tricks of the trade that I think we forget about. So inside your networks, you've got your social media. And when you post about the product or service that you are selling, you're going to get engagement on those posts. Hopefully you've crafted a good story. You've got a good photo. You have a little takeaway for those who are reading it. You've posted a great post and you start to get engagement. Now what? You cannot underestimate the importance of responding to the comments that people leave on your post. Liking them is a start. Responding with something to say in addition to thank you is critical. We talk a lot about the algorithm, how to beat it, how to be relevant. This is one of those things. You have to pour in the time to engage with the comments. And also, like, it's just nice. It's so nice when someone takes the time to comment and cheer you on, and then you personally respond to them. Such good form. So don't forget to do that. I see so many businesses out there who don't take this step. and. I know that time is thin, but being a business that likes the comments and responds to the comments is just critical. So do it as a business, do it as an individual. You have to show up for your supporters. Take it one step further. The people who have liked your post, get that list and then send them the DM, the text, or the one-to-one email. They've already engaged and told you, heck yeah, I really like what you're doing. This product looks interesting. Maybe they want to learn more. Use that list of engaged people and do one-to-one outreach. It moves you up that hierarchy of outreach pyramid from level two to level four. You're going from a social media post to a one-to-one DM, which is huge. So taking that extra step, you're always looking for qualified leads. You're always looking for those like, oh man, how can I get somebody a little bit more qualified than somebody who bought a Bulls t-shirt in 1998? Like use the tools that are given to you, be ingenious about it and extend your outreach to -to one-to-one from those who have said, yes, I like this. So take that list of positive reactions from your post and use it to do one-to-one outreach. If you are listening to this podcast, I know you are a busy professional. We can agree we are always looking for products that are convenient and make life easier. Mobot water bottles are one of these products. It's a water bottle and a foam roller in one. I use the water bottle at the gym, staying hydrated in boot camp, and then flipping the bottle on its side at the end of class to quickly foam roll my legs. It helps with recovery and gets me back to work faster. Get yours at mobot.com and use the code leadershipisfemale, all one word, to get 15% off. 
Support Lonnie Cooper, the female founder of this product, and support yourself. This is a must-have wellness water bottle. I don't know about you, but I love learning more about myself. If there's a quiz out there to help me better understand who I am, I'll take it. If there's a journal prompt, I'm using it. But how about a business that helps female leaders communicate effectively while inspiring confidence and trust in those you want to impact? Sign me up. Breakthrough Brands is unlocking clarity for women leading progress. They build leadership brands for women to discover what inspires them, define what drives them, and unlock how to share their brands with others. Do you want to gain clarity on your personal brand? Shoot me a note at leadershipisfemale at gmail.com or on Instagram, and we will introduce you to the women who will help you unlock your leadership brand. That's BreakthroughBrands.com. At Leadership is Female, we are serious about supporting you in your career. That includes the tips to get you ahead inside your current organization or provide you with the next big opportunity in a new role. That's why we have partnered with Legacy Search, an executive recruiting firm specializing in mid to senior level executive searches across professional, collegiate, and minor league sports. Check out the openings listed at LegacySportsSearch.com or in our monthly Leadership is Female newsletter. Hint, if you have not signed up for the newsletter, head to leadershipisfemale.com. If you find a job listed at Legacy Sports Search that looks like it should be yours, email us at leadershipisfemale at gmail.com and we will introduce you directly to the opportunity. This is your career. Make the most of it. The, the next tactic that I wanted to talk to you about is one from Gary Vaynerchuk. And if you haven't heard of him, he has an incredible story. He started with Wine Library TV, where he was one of the first guys on YouTube and made this very approachable show about wine from the back room of his dad's wine store. He's grown it into this like mega media company and also works uh, in the sports industry as a representative of athletes and brands um, on the marketing side. I don't know why I'm explaining this. I'm sure you've all heard of Gary V, but I'm just constantly amazed by his story from like his grit and his, his fortitude. And I've never like seen anybody work harder than that dude. It's unfreaking believable. Um, but he has this strategy that he calls clouds and dirt. So the cloud side is a big vision or lofty goal that you want to accomplish. And the dirt is the tactical actions you take to make that vision a reality. So the cloud side might be a concept or a thought about how to push or promote a product or service or something that you're selling or offering. And you want to elevate that idea. Like how do you take that ticket sales or that um, software or that hardware that you're selling and how do you amplify that with a big lofty potential? Or maybe you're thinking about yourself as an individual. You've got a new podcast that you've launched or a book that's come out or you are selling t-shirts, whatever it might be. Like you've got this thing that you're trying to move the needle. How do you do that? He has this approach, clouds and dirt. So the cloud side is some ideas to announce or elevate the product you're selling in a unique way. That's not saying buy this because it's so great. And this is why I believe in it. It is 
one step further, a special giveaway, a limited time offer, or a charitable donation. You're linking that to the product. And then the dirt side is the tactical actions you take to make that vision a reality, which includes a lot of what we've already discussed, the personalized follow-up and promotion with each person who engages with your cloud strategy, or you're calling people, you're sending DMs, you're doing outreach, emails, whatever. And the combination of those two, the big idea, plus putting in the dirty work, the dirt, the grit, the grind, the one-to-one could give you a potential for virality. So it could help your idea to really take off and reach more people than you might have considered possible before. So I want to go over a couple of ideas for the clouds section and then like link that in with the dirt aspect and think about how you might apply that to the product you're selling right now. Again, not just talking about this in like the pre-sale of my book. This is a ticket. This is a sponsor, this sponsorship. This is a table to a fundraising event. This is a foursome in a charitable golf outing. This is a solution to your ticket sales problem that helps connects groups. It could be anything. How think about how to like wrap your mind around this concept and how it might help elevate what you are trying to sell. So the number one part for the ideas for the clouds, you're going to announce a giveaway. Announce a giveaway. We've all seen these, right? Giveaway for shoes I, or for one-on-ones, a coaching call, a free book, um, a service that ties in with your current business venture, whatever it might be, like you're going to announce a giveaway or you're a t-shirt company. You might offer a, a major sweepstakes prize, like the entire line of the fall 2023 t-shirts for doing X action. So you're going to choose what that giveaway is, and then you are going to post it and then ask, follow me, um, engage with me, share this content, and you'll be entered to win. You and your, your business can decide what it, what, in what way you want people to engage with you in order to count as a subscriber for the contest or for the enter to win really leverage that really think about what's of value to you is it emails and phone numbers i think we all know now we're signing up for 15% off anything with our email and our phone number so that we uh, can add that promo code before we click buy online what is of value to you and your company then you're going to send DMs, text, emails, announcing your giveaway to everybody. So beyond the social media post, get a little bit gritty, get a little bit dirtier and and send that out to everyone. And then you're going to to follow up. So that is the the giveaway piece. What, What could you give away that would entice potential customers to enter into your ecosystem so that you can follow up with them directly with links for your products, maybe um, drive more meetings, uh, maybe drive more phone calls, whatever it might be. Like, what is your end game? And link that back to the giveaway. The next uh, idea for a cloud is a limited time offer. If you buy within a period of time and you like, comment, or share this post, you'll get special access to whatever that reward 
is. So you're going to, again, choose your offer, and then you're going to do the follow-up with the one-to-one. Move your way up that pyramid from posting it on your website to sending out an email to your lists to posting it on social media to doing that one-to-one and then even the phone calls. And then the final piece is announcing a donation. If you buy within a certain period of time, like, comment, share this post, you'll donate whatever it might be. It could be monetary to a organization that your company supports. It could be um, effort. So you're taking on a project for free um, as a result of this action. Whatever it is, you know, figure out what your audience, what you're engaged with, what's authentic to you as a company, what your audience might engage with, and then leverage that to benefit your company, of course, but also benefit a greater good. And then same same activity, same tactic, website, email, one-on-one, social media, like move up that pyramid again through this activity. So when you're considering this clouds and dirt approach, again, the clouds, the big lofty potential idea for how you can move the needle, special giveaway, limited time offer, charitable donation. And then the dirt is the personalized follow-up to make it happen, to keep people engaged and really have that one-to-one contact. So clouds, big lofty idea, Dirt is the dirty work. I know that's where that came from, which is hilarious uh, that we're we're calling it the dirty work like that. But it's so true. Getting into the weeds, getting a little bit dirty, doing that one-to-one, taking more time than you ever thought you wanted to. Um, if it's going to reap the rewards and set and reach the goals that you've set forth ahead of time, it is well worth it. You cannot underestimate the one-to-one outreach while Email lists are very, very important. You got to invest in people to do the one-to-one and and sell your product. All right, the final piece of sales, follow-up. Follow-up. Most people don't do it. Most people are slow if they do follow-up. Most people don't follow up in an appropriate timeline. Maybe they ran out of time. Maybe their work is getting in the way of doing the follow-up. Man, if you made the effort to do the initial outreach, you have to make the effort to follow up. If you can develop a good understanding of your customer's needs and pain points, you're halfway there. Following up in sales also helps build trust and it shows your potential customers that you're willing to put time and understanding into your efforts and into your concerns and that it's meaningful. It goes back to the why. It goes back to your why. If you're going to do all this initial outreach, don't do all that work ahead of time and then don't carry the ball to the finish line. You have to follow up. 44% of salespeople give up after one follow-up attempt. 92% give up after their fourth call. So if they don't get any sales and they've made four calls, 92% are throwing in the towel. But 80% of sales require at least five follow-ups. Yet so many people, like I said, just give up after one try. That's because following up needs a meticulously prepared strategy, just like every other part of the business. So one thing that's really helped me in this effort 
is preparing the follow-up before I even make the first sales call. So if I write out the personal email journey ahead of time, it's way easier for me to do follow-up one, two, three, four, five, if I've pre-planned. Because sometimes you get into it, you get into the weeds. If you're doing 10 calls a day, even it's 10 calls Monday, Tuesday, 10 calls Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, all of a sudden you made 50 calls in a week. That's 50 follow-up efforts. That's a momentous amount of work. And then you're starting over the next week. So have your strategy built out ahead of time so that your new outreach isn't isn't taking precedence over the follow-up. You've already done the initial work. Make sure that you run it to the end. Do not forget the follow-up. So that was a lot. And it was really fun to talk about sales. I'm such a geek for sales because sales is, is productivity. It is build, business building. Here are the top four takeaways. Number one, psychology. This is where it starts. You have to know your why and you have to believe in yourself. Number two, the outreach pyramid. Consider that the website is not enough. You need social media posts. You need an email. You need DM and text, and you need those phone calls. You have to layer the outreach pyramid on top of each other to have that good result and know that social media and email are not going to move the the note enough. You have to go to the one-to-one. Number three, clouds and dirt. When your ideas start to feel a little dry, when you need to be reinvigorated with a little bit more energy, think of a big lofty idea. Run it around the table with your marketing team, with your sales team, with the leaders in the company. What, What do we need? What can we drive? How can we get people excited and engaged and come up with the cloud? And at the same time, when the cloud is completely thought through, think about the dirt. What is the dirty work? What is the personalized follow-up that's going to need to be included in order to make that promotion a success? You can't just post on social media and expect for all the magic to happen. The magic is in the details. The magic is in that dirt. So I hope you found this episode helpful. It's been so fun to share these sales strategies with you today. Watch me on Instagram. Watch me on LinkedIn. Uh, Get on my email list as I am implementing a lot of these things into my pre-sale process for my book, Let's Go, A Guide to Increasing Your Confidence. I'm so excited to share this pre-sale with you and think uh, about how we are really showing my publisher that uh, there is a, a need for this book. And this book was really born from this audience. This leadership is female audience. It is a combination of personal stories of stories from our guests that exemplify growth, willpower, hard work, confidence in their careers and how they did it. They didn't, we didn't all start at the finish line. This is a long race we've got to run. And, and this book really distills down that information for you so that you can grow as an individual and achieve all of your biggest dreams. So please check out the the show notes for the pre-sale page, uh, or again, find that on social media or contact me directly. Thank you so much for being a part of this audience. Um, We're coming up on three years of the Leadership is Female podcast, and I could not have stuck with it and, and just kept going week after week without your support. The notes I get from you, from, from the listeners one-to-one 
sharing with me what a difference these conversations have made really mean the world to me. And it means the world to all of our guests who take time out of their day specifically to lead her forward, to lead you forward in your career. So we're out here rooting for you. We're out here cheering for you. Put in that extra effort in in sales, move the needle for yourself um, or your company. Let's go. I'm Emily Jansen. This is Leadership is Female. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much for spending your time with us today. Time is your most precious resource, and it means the world that you spent it with us. Please help us reach more people who need to hear these interviews by hitting the subscribe button and the five-star rating on your iPhone. Do you know someone who could benefit from this interview? Please share it. Take a screenshot and post your Instagram stories, copy the link and share on LinkedIn, or text that link to your colleague. The Leadership is Female podcast exists to showcase female leadership in sports and entertainment and give you the tips to level up. We will extend a hand back to lead you forward. Extend the same hand by sharing this with someone who needs to hear it. One last thing. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at leadershipisfemale. Now, take this lesson and run. Let's go.